This week, we're wrapping up the rest of Summer Game Fest weekend. Two weeks later. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. No fun intro. I, you know, three recordings in two days. We'll do that to you. So I hear you. You get, you get, you get this once. <laughs> I appreciate the it. Next I, time we have three recordings. I'll, I'll be sure to plan ahead. Um, how are you doing? Good. As good as I was uh, last week and the week before. Nice. Yeah. Shockingly enough, it was a good <laughs> string of three weeks of being good because nothing <laughs> has messed up my life since the last time we recorded. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the two weeks of hell that <laughs> you have to fill us all in on once we actually return to our normal schedule. Uh, yeah. So this is pre-recorded uh, because of some vacation and everything like that, and so kind of at a good time though because we get to do a deep dive into more stuff without making any of the three episodes ungodly long or doing all three i guess in just one you know i think we really needed to give the time especially for the xbox showcase and honestly i wish we had more time to give to some of these that we're going to talk about we're probably going to keep it relatively quick uh but nonetheless i think there's a lot to call out and there were just so many events and i think uh, in case you didn't watch any of them, we can kind of fill you in on whether or not you should go back <laughs> two weeks later, or uh, we can just give and talk about the things that we're personally excited for, and you can sit there and listen to it. Does that sound good to you, Mike? Yeah, that works for me. All right, then let's do it. And again, we will not be talking about the Summer Game Fest kickoff or the Xbox Game Showcase, but everything else from the weekend we will be touching on starting with day of the devs did the call just drop Hello? Hello? Okay, there we go. I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah, that was very strange. I was like, you you ended on starting with, and then there was just nothing. And I was like, (laughs) uh, am I supposed to say what we're starting with? Nope, nope. I I did say Day of the Devs, but then I looked, and all of a sudden, it looked like the call dropped. Okay. Starting with Day of the Devs. So... I think we've talked about it a bit like with the past two recordings or definitely the first one we talked about Summer Game Fest in general. Um, But Day of the Devs, I would say typically has become probably our favorite segment of the weekend now that it's like solidified and a part of it. I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, this is like how many years did. um, uh, Oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name. 
from Double Fine. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but he like said how many years it's been, and I'm I was like I don't think Tim I Schaefer. Tim Schaefer. Thank you so much. Oh my god, I had Phil Spencer. Stuff in my head. <laughs> I guess it's pretty close. Um, no, but like he said how long it's been. I was like I don't think I knew about this until what like probably three years ago or yeah. Um. But yeah, what did you think of the show this year? Uh, so compared to other sessions this year where I can maybe pick out one, two, maybe three games that I was really excited for, um, I could maybe pick out one to three games in Day of the Devs that doesn't really seem like it's for me. Mm-hmm. And I think there was, if this is the same list... There's 15 games, I wow. think. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, so uh, so many of the games are, are just so cool. Is there is there like a couple that you want to like specifically call out? Yeah, so a couple of the ones that really stood out to me, uh, the first one being Beastie Ball. Dude, yes. That game looks so fun, and I'm a big volleyball stand, so it seems like it's right down my alley. 100%. Uh, that one I'm super excited about. Um, another one? I would, I, this, was, this was hard. It's, this isn't necessarily ranked. I'm just looking at the list. No, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Um, another one that looked really cool was Viewfinder. Um, I don't know if you remember that one at all. Okay, I have Wayfinder on my list. Am I thinking of the same game? And did I just so, write it wrong? I'm looking on the Day of the Devs website, and it says Viewfinder, but it also says it was for GDC, not for... I mean, Viewfinder makes sense because it's based on a camera function. Steam says viewfinder and then you like yeah and then you like have the um yeah it like it like it like you take a picture or something and it like puts it into the world right 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 yeah, i think kind i of like uh i think portal I just, slash like echochrome echochrome yeah i think i just put the wrong i think i wrote the wrong i definitely wrote the wrong name yes viewfinder <laughs> agreed 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 so far two for two two for two um as far as my third, I'm trying to pull up um, the websites for these. Uh, but of course, I have the Summer Game Fest website up. So uh, I'm uh, while you're looking, I'm I'm almost surprised you haven't said um, Hellskate. Yeah, which, which was like it's like a if I remember correctly, it's like a roguelite uh, where um, you have to like fight while also riding a skateboard and like you can use the skateboard to like beat up people and um, it's basically like a tony hawk or like yeah they the the guy the one guy literally worked on pro skater which was so cool yeah. like um love that and um hyper light drifter also i'm almost surprised <clears throat> yes. you said that because you're like hyper light breaker you should probably have checked this list before we started <laughs> there were so there were so many games going on it's hard to write it down as it's going because your your attention was grabbed as soon as the new 
as soon as the new uh, presentation came up. So I get it. Hang on now. Hyperlight Drifter's a game. Am I just dumb, dude? I, I think I'm just dumb. Like, I think, <laughs> I think, like, <clears throat> while I was watching it and, like, trying to write stuff down, I would, like, mishear something and then... Yes, Hyperlight Breaker. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm literally <laughs> the worst. Um, yes, also think that looks really cool. Um, also a roguelite. Yeah, that one, that one uh, looks particularly fun. Uh, again, fitting the, if I remember correctly, like snowboarding on a sword theme that we saw this year. Yeah, yep. Um, so I thought that was funny. I guess I saw this one first before the Xbox showcase showed uh, the other game that I'm blanking on right now. But um, yes, those both looked really good. I think my number three is probably well, like in my top three is simpler times. Okay. It just looked like a very like calm, just kind of existing in the world kind of game. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um so I would say those are probably my top three. And then um Summerhill looked interesting. I don't really remember what that one was, but just the art style, I think, kind of kind of caught me. Mm-hmm. Um, Cart Life seemed interesting. And at first, I thought they said it was like the developers that made Papers, Please. I don't know if you remember that game at all. Oh, I yeah, I remember Papers, Please. I have that on my Vita. Yeah. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that, but I guess this is a game that's been around for a really long time and then just kind of went open source. So now this is going to be a console entry. That's sick. And the last game I'll, I'll comment on is Henry Halfhead. <laughs> yes. I just think that looks so stupid and fun. But uh-huh. also, I need you to look up the... Um, I don't know if you remember the Vita game Tearaway. Uh huh. Tearaway. Yep. I'm trying to remember. Was that? That was Media Molecule. Right. So that makes it. Yeah. People made Little Big Planet. Well, I was gonna say that that reminds me of the cover for that game, but I'm looking at it now and it's not. So I must be thinking of another one. But. Anyway, I digress. Either way, I agree with you. It looks delightfully stupid is like the best way to say it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I the basically everything you called out <clears throat> totally in agreement. The one thing that I will add is Cocoon, which is from the creators of Limbo and Inside. And I think that is game really? Yeah, I think that game looks really neat in concept and how you have to like um like you like jump like into like the overworld and you have to like do something up there to go back into like the under and then you go a layer deeper and then you have to go back up two layers and then you have to like go down three layers like you know what i mean like like there's like puzzling to that and like how, how you have to like go about the adventure and um i i thought the concept of it looks really really cool and really good so um I must have completely missed this one, but I loved 
I played Limbo at least twice, maybe maybe three times, mm-hmm. and um, Inside I, I played and really enjoyed. So, but this is so this is the gameplay designer from those games. It's not it's what that was. Play Dead. Uh, I think. But still, you know the the DNA is there. That's fair though. You're you're right. I I did get that wrong. Yeah, play dead. Look at you, dude. You're hey, saving my ass today. I, I gotta be on at least one episode a year. Yeah, and We're thank God talking about indie games. <laughs> and and thank God you choose to do it on the one where I'm off. <laughs> um. All right. Anything else on Day of Devs? I thought it was a great showing. Um. Again, it's always fun. If you didn't watch it, I highly recommend it because you get a lot of insight from the actual developers themselves and the teams behind the games. Um. Uh, but anything else you wanted to add about Day of the Devs? Yeah, I thought it was a really good, really good showing. And I, I know some of them specifically called out console releases, like not necessarily dates, but that they're mm-hmm. coming out to console. I really hope that all of these do because they were it was it was just a good showing all around even if it wasn't like my speed 100 percent. yeah i'm especially hopeful for the roguelikes and roguelites um of which i feel like there were a ton that were shown just this entire weekend which your boy spencer's eating good if that's the case mm-hmm. um all right now on to the return of Volvi, which was Devolver Digital's um, showcase that they did. Um, you did not have the chance to watch this, correct? I did not. So I'll let you take the wheel on this one. Sure. So just to kind of provide a little context, um, and we're not so far removed from it, so it might be worth a, a watch in your case. Um, it's only about 30 minutes, I think. And um, they the way they set it up was this like really dumb, like... Uh, uh, like documentary style about this character that was created called Volvi, which as far as I'm aware is not a real thing. Um, and then they were just like retroactively adding it into various games and saying like how big of a cultural event this character was. And it's just really funny. And um, the whole concept was then the way they like presented the trailers was like, they brought in the new and improved Volvi, which was supposed to be this machine that you could like give it any game type that you want and it would be able to on the spot make that game for you and you'd be able to play mm-hmm. it. And so then they would like give it a pitch and then it would show a trailer for a game. Um, the only game though that was shown that I was like, again, because I felt like I needed to try and be somewhat critical from a time standpoint, um, was that they did show Human Fall Flat 2, um, which I'm very much so excited for uh and honestly kind of surprised in a way because they updated human fall flat like a trillion times and kept adding in new levels um but i'm so i'm so for them adding um uh, or like you know completely like building a new game and um i'm I'm curious to see like what what types of mechanics they try to mess with 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 that game and um really looking forward to that oh no yeah, so so first of all, yeah, Human Fall Flat came out. That would have been like pretty early PS4 era, right? A- yeah, ages ago. Yeah, so that is impressive that it it had the longevity that it did. So probably about time for for a new just 
Starfresh build in some new mm-hmm. mechanics. Um, so that's exciting. And I, I have uh, an article from The Verge here, and I just saw Baby Steps, um, which is the same person who made Getting Over It with Bennett Body. <laughs> yeah. And apparently the controls... Oh, and I am just learning this now that Bennett Foddy also apparently made QWOP. I don't know if you remember that game. Oh, I didn't realize he was also on that. I thought it was like the creators of that and getting over it, like combined. But I could be wrong. Either way, that's exactly how the game plays. It plays like (laughs) QWOP and uh, it just looks so fucking stupid that's a good trailer to go back and watch but like literally watching it just like aggravated me i was just like no fucking way like no i see like not gonna touch this the thumbnail is a character about to step on a rock and i am just like ready to punch a wall (laughs) i'm not even watching it it's just the thumbnail (laughs) and i just know what's gonna happen yeah yep yeah he just ragdolls immediately yeah yep um (laughs) but yeah it's a the entire show is like a pretty good laugh um just because of how they like decided to like go about um doing the presentation so um you know also gold star uh in my opinion yeah devolver knows how to get the laughs they do indeed um all right then we had the tribeca game spotlight which was also i feel like jam-packed of of all kinds of goodies Mm mm-hmm um let's see hopefully i'm getting this oh uh so this isn't in the right order um but this is the one that i'm the most excited about um stray gods yeah, uh which is the role-playing musical um looks incredible like looks so cool um that that one immediately was like a uh, like I got, I just got to play this game. It looks so sick. The art style, um, just like the the general like, um, uh, like mechanic being music, uh, just just seems so awesome. So that was one that definitely stood out for me. Yeah, that one is definitely high on my list. I think my standout is Despelote. That. That art style, it's so funny. You know, we I was thinking about the, I guess it would be last week's episode with, with Shelby. I was thinking about it last night because we you know, recorded it uh, in a different sequence than we usually do. <laughs> um, and just mentioning the art, like, I, I feel like you could go back and listen to that episode. Maybe people did this and take a shot for every time we said art style. Mm-hmm. Um, Despelote is just like... It's actual pictures from Quito, and they tried to like fit the time frame. So this was two thousand one. Um, just really cool, like realistic looking pictures. And like I, I know it's not sepia tone, but it's like this red raspberry kind of over like highlight kind of, and then like hand drawn paper characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought the layering was really cool and hearing the developer talk about it and how most of the, like the developer's parents are in the game as the character's parents. I mean, you're essentially just playing this guy's childhood Mm -hmm. in this, in this time period. Uh, And the fact that some of a lot of the like 
uh, ambient audio is just um, improved. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought that was really cool. So that one definitely took the crown of uh, game I was most excited for. Yeah, I, I we saw that. Um, I don't know if it was last year or I, I know we've seen it. Like, did we before? Um, I definitely like. I instantly recognized it because it's just so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then just getting to hear, um, you know, the people behind it like talk about it and and yeah, how he like brought in his like parents. Um, and uh, it's just again so so neat to like hear all the backstory. Um, but honestly, like it's tough because I'm like looking and and the only game from the entire like show uh that i didn't write down was goodbye volcano high just because i feel like we'd seen you mm-hmm. know so much about that before like that was like back when the ps5 i think was like the announcement uh showcase for it or something like that i, th- I feel like it was a part of that show but i could be wrong um which i think it still looks interesting and i love like the concept behind it um being that like you know it's like if you only have if you know you only have a year to live like what like what would you do and like focusing on like people who are in high school and like getting ready for high school graduation to have to have that question asked of them is like super like interesting and um i think like the visuals again like look so cool um i love that they're using dinosaurs <laughs> um <laughs> it's just so good and then but like yeah uh literally everything else i have written down i had highland song the Chance of Sinar, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, yeah. That's the one that's like, everything's in like a different language, right? And you have to, um, like you have to like figure out the meaning of like certain words and you can like fill that in so that the next time you see it, am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's such a neat concept, right? Like I, I love that. Um yeah, uh, could get into like all of them, but um, I'll I'll let you go if you want to dive into another one. Yeah, I mean, Chance of Sonar was up there for me. Frankly, there wasn't a game on here that I wasn't excited. Right. Um, I will say, uh, it felt weird to me initially before watching this that the Expanse was going to be showcased here mm-hmm. because you know the Expanse obviously an existing IP. Um, and Telltale, while they're, and my understanding is they're much smaller now, um, you know, they've, they've come out with some of the most influential games of the past 10, 15 years, I'd say. Um, but seeing the trailer for that made me really excited for it. Yes. Agreed. Uh, um, yeah, so that's I, one I'll definitely pick up. I I'm with you, right? Like, because uh, shout out to three weeks ago. I don't know. I'm gonna have an aneurysm if I think about time too much. Um, when we were giving our predictions, I, I think I threw out like, oh, Telltale's on on the list of like, uh, you know, co partners or or whatever on on the Summer Game Fest channel like uh website. I and I said, do we think we see an appearance from them? And mm-hmm. I I wouldn't have guessed it would have been at Tribeca 
right? And so like I was kind of surprised when they popped up too, but um, very, very cool and very happy that we got to see it. And yeah, I think it looks really good. Um, I'm definitely excited for it. So that was, uh, yeah, I guess that, that was Tribeca. I was, I was very happy about it. I, I'm on um, Tribeca's site right now, and they're apparently, actually, it looks like it is going to be released tonight. So this is the this is June thirteenth. So this is a long time ago now. <laughs> uh, uh, a building of Alan Wake two. Oh. movie i guess um there's going to be this might be out already seems like 6 10 2023 uh how telltale and deck nine created expanse stories in an interactive medium and then this one i'm hoping gets released eventually uh but they're doing um kind of a biography i guess it is it's an hour-long biography on hideo kojima yeah that's why i thought kojima was going to be at the thing because he had tweeted about that um i think it's about the like it's about him but also i think it's like centered around the creation of death stranding as well if i remember mm-hmm. um i'm very much looking forward to uh watching that Big, Ko- big Kojima fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I-, I-, I would say those three events right there, um, you know, so when did this all start on, on a Friday? Is that right? Thursday. Thursday. Thursday yeah. Yeah. Thursday. So, so, um, you know, we had Summer Game Fest. We talked about that. Uh, and, you know, I think it was uh, semi disappointing, I guess is how I would, you know, kind of say, but these, these three events that, you know, led into like what was going to be the rest of the weekend. Right. So this was day of the devs and, uh, devolver were on Thursday and then, um, Tribeca was on Saturday. Uh, and I think they really like brought me back up and, uh, uh, really, uh, instilled more faith in me for, for what was to come. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't want to beat it dead too much, but the amount of games that we saw after Summer Game Fest, I was like, yes, I want to mm-hmm. play these games. Just so much more. 100%. Um, then, let's see. So then Saturday kicked off with uh, Wholesome Direct. So basically all indie games here as well. Um, there might have been some crossover uh, with some other, uh, like, I, I want to say, I can't remember if it was here, but like Beastie Ball, I know I saw again at like another, um, one of the other showcases, but you didn't watch Wholesome Direct, right? No, I did not get a chance to watch it this year. Okay. Um, so they had a ton first off that they um that they showed off i think let me see 5 10 14 is that it nope hang on uh 
24, 34. I think they showed off almost 40 games, 50 games. Uh, they, they showed off so much. And I know like some of them were like in like quick cuts um, where they were like, check out these two. And it was like 10 seconds for like a little clip of a trailer. And um, basically they, everything is I think available on like Steam. So um, you can like view trailers there. But the entire thing was was great um again very similar to like day of the devs kind of giving you know attention to these smaller developers and um you know letting them kind of showcase these like passion projects for so many of them um i have just too many games um to 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 talk about uh from this that i thought looked so good um but it was like a super cozy stream um you know like it really just it just it really felt wholesome you know the entire thing and uh it was good so i would definitely recommend at the very least going and checking out all the games that they talked about and and seeing what piques your interest um they did show like henry halfhead again and um i do see on here beastie ball was at it um there's just so much um did you have a chance to like check out any of the games no i I'm, this is something I'm going to check out probably after we record. I meant to watch it before we started recording today, and life had other plans. Yeah, no, that's fine. Is, um, is Nightscape on there? Because that was one from um, Tribeca that I meant to call out to that I was really excited about. I don't think Nightscape was shown Okay. here. Yeah, the entirety of Tribeca was phenomenal. Um, sorry. Let me pull. I don't even know, like, I don't even know how to begin. So first off, there's a uh, little puppy Island, which I think says everything you need to know about the game. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Looks amazing. Um, there's. God, I can't even get into all of them. Um, there's Maniko's Night Market that I thought looked super interesting. Um, Pico, they had this like game that was like all about uh, soccer and like little like cats and fox type animals like playing soccer. Um, uh, there's like a there was like this train building type game um, where you have to like, it's like unrailed um, in a way, but different. <laughs> uh, but I thought that looked good. Um, truly just too much to, to even like try and like get into all of it. Um, uh, I know there were like a couple of, uh, think it was this or something else that had um like a deck builder type game um ton of slice of life you know you own a farm um but if i had to pick one sorry uh because i'm rambling if i had to pick one there was this game called while the iron's hot um and basically you're like a blacksmith and you like have to you know do 
blacksmith chores. It kind of reminded me of Moonlighter in a way. Um, but oh, then yeah. like the actual like way you move around the world is like just like top down and you just kind of like move like one thing at a time. And then like there was still like dungeon exploration and puzzles and stuff like that. Um, but it all comes back to like still needing to like go back and like craft and like create stuff at your like blacksmith like smithery. Um, and I thought it was just such a neat concept. I thought it looked cool. Uh, the art style of it is just like 8-bit. Um, but yeah, I, uh, that would be the one. If I had to call out just one, it would be that. Tough, but you know, you make two. Um, ton of games like Crafty and stuff like that. There's one called Solar Punk that like looked like a high-res Minecraft, basically. Um, but seriously, just too much to even like begin. Um, so definitely go and, uh, go and check out all those games because there were a lot of good ones. Okay. And then, uh, OTK had their direct, um, I'm not going to get into too much here. Um, Overall, the the show you also didn't watch this, correct? I did not, but I'm trying to pull up the list. Yeah, overall the show was fine. Um, the cool thing is that um, the like crew, the team, whatever you want to call them, they uh, had a game that they voted on. And gave twenty five thousand dollars to it to help with its development, and then they allowed like the Excellent. audience to vote, and whatever the audience voted on, they also then gave an additional twenty five thousand dollars to. Um, so that was really cool, and it was a lot of like indie games and stuff like that. They also used it as an opportunity to tell you about their new merch that was on sale about a trillion times. Um, there was still a lot of cool stuff though shown. Um, one was called Slope Crashers, which was like, uh, what were those games? The SSX Tricky. Uh, do you remember that game from like PS2 GameCube era, I want to say? I do. Yeah. I remember the song. Yep. So uh, it honestly like kind of looked like that, but it had like um, four person co-op, I want to say, like split, split screen. And why do I want to say you were like a rabbit or something? Like, why do I feel like your sprite was, like, your animals? Let me see. Yeah. Um. So it was, like, it was, like, uh, uh, cartoony, like, you know, uh, little, little animated, uh, characters and sprites and stuff like that um thought that looked really cool there's a game called agent 64 spies never die and it literally looks like nintendo 64 james bond um what was that goldeneye right uh that looks looks awesome like it literally looks so inspired by that so i thought that was cool um I want to say 20 minutes till dawn kind of reminds me of like a vampire survivor type game. I actually have it. Um, I think it's still technically in development, but I had gotten it and then ended up just like never getting around to playing it just yet. But I have it on um, like my PC. 
uh it it looks really good it looks again very similar to like vampire survivors and then the last one that i'm going to call out uh real quick is Kadomon hyper auto battlers um and if you don't know what like a auto battler type game is there's a game on mobile and i'm sure there's plenty of others but it's called super auto pets that you might have heard of um and it's just like a game where you like go through and like have to like clear levels or something like that where you like fight something but like you have like mons basically like pokemon effectively that if they get like hit sometimes that like causes like an effect that like boosts or you know it's all about like building up the power and stuff like that and then like um being able to like defeat the sequence that's ahead of you um looks really interesting i think there was like a leveling system too so i think like stuff like evolved and stuff like that um it seemed interesting though and sorry i know i said that was the last one but the first game that they showed what i believe uh was turnip boy robs a bank which i believe is a sequel to turnip boy commits tax evasion and i've heard good things about turnip boy commits tax evasion i yeah i haven't played it yet but i i again have heard good things and so uh, i love that uh turnip boy i guess is a hard criminal uh not just uh doing the uh white man crime uh although white men constantly are robbing banks too but you know what i mean um yeah white people get away with tax evasion constantly uh so uh i love that too that was kind of a surprise uh in in many ways um there's a lot of other cool stuff shown too. Um, it's a four hour stream though. So kind of tough to like know how to commit the time to it. You can really skip through a lot of their in-between stuff, but, um, and there was a lot of cool stuff shown. So it's kind of, you know, up, up to you, how you deal with that time sink. Uh, while you were looking at it, did you find anything, um, that looks particularly interesting? Well, I didn't find a website, so I, I didn't look at it. Cool. Um, uh, I, I have been searching this whole time, <laughs> and maybe I'm stupid, but nothing comes up. That doesn't really surprise me, because like, they streamed it on Twitch, and I don't really know what coverage it had. I was kind of shocked that it was a part of, like air quotes, Summer Game Fest. Um, so I don't know what other coverage there really is for it. But Literally, all that's coming up when I search like, OTK Summer Games Fest is like... I got, and I know nothing about the group, but one of the one of the members covering up some sort of assault, and mm, yeah, um, yeah, I think maybe getting banned from Twitch or something like that, or nothing good. So I just kind of gave up. <laughs> Love it. Well, um, like I said, it's a ton to try and get through, but it was very cool to uh, see them help to develop um, and and push forward these games. Uh, and then the last thing on Saturday was the future game show. Did you watch that? I did. Thoughts. Sorry, I need to pull up the website. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I don't, I don't really remember anything. I remember Intel just flashing their logo every 10 seconds. And yep, that did happen. Um, I remember Yuri Lowenthal and Laura Bailey. That's about it. Um, I 
just a good website that is related to the summer games fest is all i want <laughs> well yeah so uh i honestly that that's my synopsis of it i don't remember anything from it i don't know that i got all the way through it i i think i just kept seeing intel and samsung commercials and got annoyed and stopped watching fair enough uh well let me fill you in play on pc so um well i think a lot of these games are coming to consoles right yeah i know okay (laughs) um all right there was uh like you said laura bailey and yuri lowenthal which um loved uh great uh great voice actors in the industry um they showed so one thing that I th- found was interesting this game called High Water, um, where they said that it was on Netflix and now it's coming to everything else. So I found that interesting because you'd figure things would be the inverse. Um, there was this game called Resistor, which is a car PG, uh, that's how they described it, and I loved the visuals of it. Um, not to beat that dead horse. And then there was this game called The Bookwalker, where your character goes into various books, it looks like, and like steals the like coveted item of that book. So like as an example, like it would go into uh Lord of the Rings and like steal the one ring and then like go back to its world and then it would like go into a book. Um and I can't think of other books like King Arthur, right? And like it would like steal the sword from King Arthur and like uh, and like return to its world and stuff like that. Looked really interesting. Um, and just like as a unique original story, I feel like that is going to like steal probably from various um, uh, IPs and stuff like that. Uh, and then. They announced Moving Out 2, which I loved because we got Human Fall Flat 2 just a couple days earlier. And now you're telling me Moving Out is getting a sequel. Shelby and I love both of those games. So very excited for that. And then lastly, last one that I'll call out is the Pacific Drive game, which is that like car survival game. I know we saw that somewhere before too, but basically you like drive through uh, like an apocalyptic landscape and you have to like find resources to like build up your car. You have to return to your garage to like actually like apply those things um super fascinating like game idea concept um and the yeah i I think it just looks super sick um yeah going back through the list now that i finally found a website (laughs) um resistor was one that stood out Mm -hmm. seemed fun and then pacific drive was the other one uh other than that, there was there wasn't really a whole lot there for me, honestly. They had like a VR segment um, where they like showed some stuff. I don't really remember anything like too crazy there that I was like, oh my god, they have that. Um, they did show like a like a quick like hype reel uh, of like things being created in Unreal Engine five. That was really sick. Uh, too many games like flashed up to try and list out any of them but um just that alone was just like gave me chills you know like oh my god it's uh, unreal engine 5 is truly unreal i always think it's funny when you see like 
in-engine demos of Unreal 5, Unreal Engine 5, and I, like, remember going back to every other previous iteration of Unreal Engine, and it's like, oh my god, this looks so good, and then nobody ever does anything with it. Right, yeah. Like, uh, what, what, what was it, like, uh, uh, I don't, I can't think of what the name of it was, but it was basically, uh, the, like, subway, or whatever, where it's, like, literally it looks like you're in like a underground like subway type area with like the the pillars and the lighting and all that stuff mm, yeah um, yeah it was like a train like a, a train station yeah 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 um and then there was the, the like there's a police body cam game that i keep seeing pop up as well that is built in unreal 5 yeah where you can commit crimes against humanity yes love it absolutely love it it's kind of terrifying feel. it's kind of terrifying how real that game looks not sure how to feel about it. Um, okay, that was the future game show. Oh, all in all, it was like it was fine. Um, you know, you're probably fine to kind of just get a list um, and and roll with that. Uh, then it was the Xbox showcase. We talked about that last week. Um, the PC gaming show. I didn't have the opportunity to get through this, and ultimately, this was the one I nixed um, from my list simply because. I'm assuming it's mostly games coming to PC. Yeah, I got nothing from it either. So while I hold out hope that games will make a leap to console, especially if they're cool, uh, maybe in this case it was best to just not watch it. Um, all right, we're getting towards the end. Then there was Monday. Yesterday for us right now, two and a half weeks ago for you listening, uh, where we got the Ubisoft Forward and the Capcom Showcase. And then actually today, there was the extended Xbox uh, showcase, which I didn't have the chance to watch, but I'll let you talk about then. Um, but first, the Ubisoft Forward, what were you, what were your takeaways from that? What did you think? Uh, I loved getting the gameplay showcase for Star Wars Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of touched on it. Uh, I think it was in our Xbox showcase episode where, like, to me, this will kind of give me that Splinter Cell feel um that kind of like could stealth your way through it could shoot your way through it either way um i'm super excited for this game uh as far as like a big triple a game that we've seen this weekend uh this one is probably that's not like starfield Mm -hmm. this one is probably the top of the list yeah yeah i'm super impressed with what they're doing there um yeah, hundred percent. So that was super exciting, and then I think I was texting you the entire time that our Frontiers of Pandora was on there mm-hmm. because holy shit, they would not shut up about it. Yeah, and, I, and honestly, like, sorry, uh, but did you find when you were watching at times that like sometimes the visuals looked like dog shit? It looked so. It's funny. I think we've talked on the podcast a couple of times how like games based off of movies aren't like what they necessarily were like 15 20 years ago even 10 years ago yeah and they they can actually kind of have a decent crossover now mm-hmm. this reminds me of a shitty movie uh cash grab because avatar just came out or whatever yeah it just seems like a shitty cash grab that's going to come out on nintendo ds 
it's also just so weird because like for a movie that is constantly like penned for its its visuals right like that's the that's really the only good thing about the movies right is the visuals mm-hmm. i haven't ever heard anything or found anything redeeming otherwise uh, <laughs> uh, i saw the first avatar in imax when it came out and haven't touched it since <laughs> right um but yeah i felt like the game should look you know equally as breathtaking and there was just times where like it did look really good like visually and then there were times where like especially like and it may not be fair it's not complete all that stuff but like where it was like riding on mounts and stuff where i just felt like everything looked like gross and i was like what the hell um i don't yeah i'm tepid on that game you know Uh, they really wanted you to to get a feel for it yeah well I think some of the combat and fighting and stuff looks pretty neat. Um, but there's got, you know, there, I got to see more to actually like get me to commit to, you know, buying that game. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll get the far cry crowd, but yeah, I think that's probably what I liked about the combat, right? Where it was like those explosive arrows and like kind of running, sliding, you know, quickly shooting, uh, and like keep going, keep moving. Um, and the fact that you're this overpowered Navi that like rips people out of the mechs and stuff like was kind of sick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I'm very torn. It's definitely a game that I would wait for it to be out and let other people play it and let me know, you know? Right. Like I'm definitely yeah. not getting a day one. I'm definitely not but putting that much faith. I just wonder who the audience is. Like who is going to get a day one, you know? Uh, people... I feel like. People lose their fucking minds over these movies, dude. Well, I, I just wonder what I'm missing in life. <laughs> Nothing. We're the normal ones. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Anything else? Uh, we got to see more Prince of Persia. Yeah, um, which was always exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, getting more in depth with Assassin's Creed. Um. Yeah, it's still a no for me. It's, um, you know, watching it, <laughs> watching it, I was just like, I'm going to get this fucking game. <laughs> like, I just know just at some point, just at some point, I know I'm going to fucking get it. Yeah. And I kind of hate myself for it, but we all, we all get a pass in life at some point. And, uh, yeah, I definitely, sure. definitely not getting it day one. Um, but I just know it'll be on some super sale for $15 at some point. And I'll go, I'll play it. And that's fine. I'll play it. That, that always seems to be the case with, with specifically Assassin's Creed games. I can't say that for all Ubisoft games, but yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't look interesting at all to me. Yeah. Uh, what fair. does look interesting was Assassin's Creed Nexus. The... Uh... The VR, VR one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks kind of cool. Um, really, I mean, the visuals they showed and like the gameplay, like it felt very doctored. Um, I've played games on the MetaQuest 2 before and they do not look like that. So I'm guessing that was probably, uh, and, and, and there may have been a disclaimer. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing one, mm-hmm. but that definitely seemed like it was pulled from a beefier machine. Um, would be interested to see if that comes to PlayStation. I don't know if it's been, uh, if that's been announced yet, but during the actual 
presentation that it was only MetaQuest. Yeah. Um, but that would probably be fun. I could get into that. Yeah, I mean, it looked, like you said, it looked really good. And you just have to wonder, like, is this how it will actually look? And, I mean, the MetaQuest 3 was just announced. So maybe they have a dev kit for that. And that's sure. how it will look. Who knows? Sure. Uh, I, I know very little about the MetaQuest 3. But I know a lot of people would rather buy that than the was it Apple Vision. Is that what they called it? The Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. yeah. That's just a cheap 3500. Sure. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And Shelby wants to get up in arms about me buying a fucking watch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, anything else from Ubisoft? They showed the crew. Is that a new crew game? That was my understanding. Okay, because then he randomly was like... The third installment of the crew franchise. Okay, perfect. All right. Um, I haven't played the crew, too. I did like the crew. Um... Honestly, the I don't know if you felt this way too when they were like showing like the trailer for it, um, and like the cinematics, it very much felt like they were going for Forza. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm looking at the IGN article right now and it says, uh, the crew motor fest takes us, or sorry, takes drivers to Hawaii mm-hmm. where it appears to emulate Forza Horizon's <laughs> festival format. Dude, it literally was just like reminding me of the like airdrop, uh, a truck, a Hummer or whatever and then it lands like on a ramp in a jungle and is driving through the jungle and then all of a sudden it cuts and it's like a sports car that just hits the road and like takes off down the road right that's literally how the trailer felt um they knew what they were doing they did absolutely uh i you know i again i liked the crew i need to play the crew too um but it's you know it's just you're like kind of like it's like basically ubisoft's need for speed you know, uh, it's mm-hmm. just it's just Rassin. Um and albeit pretty good, pretty fun. So the crew was cool because you could drive from like f- the tip of Florida to uh, Seattle. And like it was truncated to some degree, but like it still felt like you were like air quotes driving across the country. Um, mm-hmm. So that was like a neat feature of it. And um Again, it it played fairly well, so uh, I'm 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 fairly excited for that. I'll say. Um, I guess I just have to call this out because I have no idea what it was. Uh, Captain Laserhawk. <laughs> the uh, the Far Cry Blood Dragon anime that's being made. Uh, apparently, but it also had like it just felt like a Ubisoft Easter egg fest. A hundred percent. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be like inspired by. I guess that's like inspired by the seventies or eighties, right? Um, mm-hmm. but it's inspired by Blood Dragon, uh, which was like Far Cry 3's standalone right. expansion game um and yeah so i guess it's like supposed to kind of build off of that but like i don't know dude all i remember from blood dragon was you fought like a t-rex or some shit so <laughs> i don't know um yeah um you know I'll, I'll keep an eye on it i guess it'll be like eight episodes 30 minutes each so i can probably give that time 
I still need to watch uh, Cyberpunk. It's good. I know. It's great. Uh, Got to get around to that. Uh, anything else from Ubisoft? Uh, overall, it was actually a decent show, I would say. Uh, yeah, albeit it was, it was fine. semi-awkward at times with like how people played up the crowd. Um, what's his name? That was very bad. What was his name? Uh, uh, Eves Gimo, who like came out and was like talking. First off, that man's voice is very funny. Not to like, not to make fun of somebody for their voice as somebody who hates their own voice. Um, but he just does not have, he does not sound how I think he would sound. <laughs> and he like came out to announce, uh, or to segue Star Wars into Star Wars. And what did he call it? He called it, he called it Star Wars, um, Outlook. And then he like caught it and said and road and roadmap or something like that and i just thought it was so funny because it was just like oh my god um anyway that's all and it was very awkward at times with their sigus and how they were trying to talk to the crowd and it felt circa 2021 jeff keely waiting for applause or expecting applause and then nobody claps and so then he starts yeah, to go but then people are like oh we're supposed to clap so then they would start clapping and he'd be like yes thank you yeah <laughs> it's like oh I, it was it was it was hard and i i still laugh when i think about them showing avatar they decided to like pan in on phil spencer and like there was there was like a, there was a handful of people clapping in the room it was not like people weren't going crazy over this it was like mm-hmm. a handful of people probably plants and they zoom in on Phil Spencer and he's got like his water bottle up in the air. They realize he's panning in on him. He just looks at the camera and raises his eyebrows. <laughs> Lowers his water bottle and like didn't clap. I, and I'm, I'm probably reading too far into it. I'm probably just making it the storyline I want it to be, but he did not seem impressed. I did feel like they kept showing him too, like throughout well, who's it. Who's here? Yeah. Who we've got. And what's he got on a shelf behind him? It's a bunch of disappointed fans. <laughs> Does Daddy Phil approve? Why is he not <laughs> clapping? Zoom in. That's, that's what it felt like. So funny. Uh, but again, overall, it actually was like a decent show. Like for a com- I, for a company that is one of my biggest, like is probably the most uh, prevalent in my like gaming catalog outside of like PlayStation Studios, um, mm-hmm. and even then, it might have it beat. Uh, is also something that I'm hypercritical of anymore because I feel like they've dropped off tremendously. Uh, but I still have that like in the back of my head, like I want them to pull through and do well because I like know what they used to do. Right. And uh, so I was actually, I, I would say I, I'm fairly happy with this, this event. Yeah. I, Ubisoft used to be, I, I can pretty confidently say at one point in my life, Ubisoft was my favorite studio or my favorite, like, publisher developer mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it um so i've played ubisoft games for a long time so it's kind of shifted um you know yeah it was it was fine you know expectations were, were pretty low and i would say they met it and i That's don't fair. mean that in like a bad way it's just like what they showed i kind of expected um, I did think that X Defiant was already out. <laughs> so I, I also I'm clearly that. very behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, when you, but when you, okay, so here's, here's my issue with how they, like, they did this so many times where they just had this really bad presentation. Like, 
when you start the presentation talking about all these esports players that are like playing ranked X Defiant, and it's like, oh, okay, so like there's there's uh, um, there's an audience for this. Mm-hmm. And like when you're pitching that, and you're just like, okay, so this game's already out, and they're like, oh, open beta for three days next week. It's it's just it's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you. Their management style is so strange. Um, yeah, and then the one, my last thing is I can't believe they had the audacity to show Skull and Bones <laughs> <laughs> and have a sea shank music group sing through the whole thing, mm-hmm. which they were fantastic. But Read a fucking room. Just let it die. Bill Spencer was not impressed. He said, I can't believe I can't believe we worked together with them to show Star Wars at the Xbox showcase. Yeah. We gave these people life. Uh, so I just I just can't believe they're still trying. There was that, yeah. It was that, and it was also Sam Fisher, I think, being behind them during while they were talking about X Defiant. That I was just like, dude, just no way. Just no way. Yeah. I, I guess I'm also a little shocked and they they did admittedly say like we're not gonna talk a whole lot about this until we're a little closer to being ready, but they didn't mention anything about the original Splinter Cell remake, mm-hmm. uh, which I was hoping for. Yeah, uh, alas. Um, anything else for Ubisoft? Nope. Or Ubisoft. Um, then let's talk about Capcom. What'd you think of that showcase? That that was only about 30 minutes. It's a quick watch. Um, but is it worth watching, Mike? I I think my opinion was if you're a Capcom fan, it was probably a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um The games, I mean, to me, the games uh, I and this is just a generalization, looked pretty good. Um you know, I, I actually got a little bit interested in Exoprimal. I literally same. I was kind of like, "Is this game cool? Am I? Yeah. Do I, I do I want to play this game? <laughs> it it seemed super interesting, and then they actually did another extended Xbox game showcase. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eye on that one. Um. And then there was one game that I picked out that I will consider picking up, uh, and that's Mega Man X Dive Offline. Yeah? Uh, Despite how confusing that name is, uh, it looked really cool. And apparently I missed the fact that it is a mobile game. Yeah, it's, uh, it's only on, like, PC and mobile, I believe. Yeah. Um, which hopefully if it's, it's on mobile, it, that means it's free. Yeah, it's, it says free to play. I can't remember if that was. Or like... it's, apparently, it's already a game, but this is just an offline version. Mm. So maybe I don't know. Maybe it will be paid. What I'm reading is it is an offline version of the free to play mobile Mega Man X Dive. Interesting. So we'll see. It did seem interesting because they they like brought up that you can play as like other characters from the franchise. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that 
that was mildly interesting. Mega Man is just like one of those franchises that like outside of the Battle Network, which I think you had said before it started, you were like, I hope that's what they, you're like, I hope they show that, um, which they did show Mega Man. So, uh, but outside of that, I really haven't played too many of the Mega Man series installments. I, I haven't either, but I saw this one and I was like, oh, it kind of, kind of looks uh, Prince of Metroidvania-esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... Maybe I completely read it wrong, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'll download this existing one and uh, see if it's any good. Uh, I I do like what you said, though, about um, the showcase as a whole. Like, if you are a Capcom fan, then it felt like a really good show. Um, we didn't talk about it during the Xbox showcase, but Path of the Goddess was shown there, um, if I remember correctly. And I'm very confused by that game. I really don't know what's happening. And I don't know. Maybe that wasn't shown during Xbox. No, no, I think it was. it was. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just really confused. Like at parts I'm like, okay, yeah, this does look cool. And but I'm just like, why is it? Like what's like it's nothing's explained and I'm like not really too sure about the combat and stuff and I don't know. I really just need to see more about that game because I want to feel like it looks good, but it's also just so damn confusing and gross looking at times that I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can put up with that. Um, yeah, I I was not interested in it at all when it was on the Xbox showcase mm-hmm. and they started the Capcom show with that. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this another look. And then they basically showed the same video. It was exactly the lazy. same. Yeah. Two, I I still don't like it. Um three of the Ace Attorney games are getting like a HD remaster and bundled together. Um I've never played any of the Ace Attorney games. Um but yeah. Uh so I'm sure some people are very excited by that. The thing that I found the funniest part of the show was Pragmata. Or Pragmata, mm-hmm. where the kid like was like writing on paper while it's a, it was effectively like uh it, it felt like Joel from The Last of Us needing to like fight off people while Ellie was just sitting in the middle of a room drawing. Um, it was like the the how the situation felt to me. Um, and when he like picks her up. The like paper like drops and like it shows it's like 2022 crossed through 2023 crossed through and then it was like next and it just said question mark question mark and it was like we're sorry and then, like a frowny yeah. face and I was just like that is the weirdest way of saying a game is delayed I think I have ever seen and it was like a long video yeah I love the vid like I love like the graphics and everything like um, I think they said it's built in the RE engine, if I remember correctly. Um, and I, I mean, I think it like the visuals look good and like they, they showed this, um, this was also during a PlayStation, uh, showcase, if I remember correctly. And even that like teaser, I was like, yeah, that looks cool. I mean, I need to see more. And like, I still kind of feel like I'm in that camp. Um, but yeah, just such a weird way. I didn't even know they like had a rough release date for it. So for them to be like, it's delayed. It's like, it was supposed to come out this year. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Um, so that was funny. Uh, but yeah, and then they showed Dragon's Dogma too, which, um, yeah, RPG. I like the pawn system that they have in the game. That sounds really interesting, but mm-hmm. yeah. That's basically it. So yeah, I mean, again, if you're a fan of Capcom, there's probably a lot there for you. Uh, and then last but not least, to wrap up, um, Xbox in a surprise twist had an extended showcase um, which I think they did last year I vaguely remember them doing it last year too because I believe uh, you said Paris uh, was was here for for this again right and I f- want to say just for like one session he didn't like host the whole thing and I think but, last year he might have like hosted that's what I was going to say I feel like he hosted an Xbox event and I'm trying to remember was it the extended like showcase um Sounds right. But yeah, so you did have the opportunity to watch it. Um let me let me know what your thoughts were on some of the stuff yeah. that they got to highlight that wasn't a part of the Xbox showcase. Yeah, so obviously they did some more deep dives into things that were in the Xbox showcase. Um the the one thing uh that I, I will call out specifically was Cyberpunk, because they actually showed some gameplay. Um they showed like kind of what Dogtown which is the new area is going to look like. Um, there's apparently a new like police force in that area. Mm-hmm. And they're, they said they made it a little more relevant. Uh, I don't know. Like that's one thing I remember playing 2077 was that the police were just completely irrelevant to the gameplay. Like in the odd chance that you did something wrong and they did show up, there was just like, it was just annoying more than anything. It's like it was a challenge. Yeah, I feel like you lost them like almost immediately. Yeah. I, every time I saw that I had them on me, I just carried on with I, what I was doing. Yes, exactly. Yep. You just said, oh, uh, we're good. It wasn't like GTA where you're like, shit, now I got to completely like go find a train track and hide yep. in a tunnel. Yep. <clears throat> um, apparently that's updated. This was all showed by an interview with Keanu Reeves. Uh, so you can imagine how that went. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say check that out. Um, then they announced High on Life DLC uh, called High on Knife. And it's DLC, I guess. I'm honestly shocked that Xbox showed it. Um, I know that Xbox was kind of the big pushers for high on life when it came out and then there squanch games and yeah, whatever um so just just interesting uh i don't have a whole lot of opinion on it i never i never went back and played high i'm indifferent um they showed a game called the first descendant which is a cross play if i remember correctly what they said it was a free-to-play game oh interesting uh it actually looked Pretty cool, yeah. Free-to-play co-op sci-fi shooter. Uh, that looked pretty cool. And I'm guessing like cross-play meaning Xbox and PC. Yes. I mean, I know definitely that. I don't remember them at PS5, but I'm not going to say that's like the de facto. 
Let me take a look. Um. Uh, no, it says it should be available on everything. Yeah. So it looks like they just got the the rights to give more details. And probably show um, it like specifically running on like Xbox hardware. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it looked it looked really good. Uh so maybe I'll check that out. It's free to play, so again, a lot to lose. Um there is new Hi Fi Rush content uh called the Arcade Challenge Update. Um and I think it just adds new game modes. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically just making everything. Because like you obviously play that game kind of to the beat of the music in the background. Right. Uh, and I guess it just makes the beat per minute uh, way faster. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, so it looked you, like a super challenge. Did you play that at all? I did not play it. I have it downloaded. I was actually thinking about playing it this past weekend. Uh, but that's on my short list. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm super interested by that game and would love to get your insight. Well, hopefully soon. Um, what else? They did a little bit of like an ID at Xbox, which is their indie dev uh, promotion slash publishing platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't remember them going into a lot of that i think that might have just been like a quick a uh, couple minute trailer just say, showing games coming to game pass so that's exciting uh probably check a bunch of those out um they did a deep dive into a vow and i didn't pay attention a whole lot throughout that um and then yeah just just really deep dives on things that were that were announced um Sarah Bond did a quick thing at the end talking about ID and Xbox's diversity efforts. Um, so they have a developer acceleration program, which is kind of why we saw some of these uh, ID and Xbox games coming out. Uh, so she's kind of talked about um, kind of what they're doing to promote diversity in the games that are coming to I say coming to Xbox, but I think a lot of these games they help publish go mm-hmm. elsewhere too. I don't think they really limit that. That's sick. Yeah, it was it was shocking. Well, I guess not really shocking, but it was a lot more than I expected. I want to say it was almost two hours. It's crazy. Absurd. Not fair. Not fair that I have to work and I can't just sit and watch these random dropped ex- extended showcases. Yeah, it's it's well known that I don't work. Yes, I'm glad you finally said it. You're the most anti-work person I know. Yes, but also the most capitalistic person you know. I wish that was true. <laughs> <laughs> um, poof. All right, that was a lot. Honestly, surprised yeah. that this episode didn't end up longer than it than it has panned out thus far so let's milk it for a little bit more what would you say overall like how would you feel overall from this like past weekend and all the stuff that was well past i say past weekend past weekend for us and all the stuff that was shown um during like summer games fest um yeah kind of just your your final thoughts i was i was pretty happy with the whole thing i will say 
like purely disappointed in was the main keynote, I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley's event. Um, but and the indie, the indie sessions knocked it out of the park. Xbox, I think, did a really good job. Um, so I, it it was a lot of repetition, but I feel like we got some detail. It was definitely a lot to take in over the course of uh, five days, I think. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Technically Tuesday now. Um, yeah, it was a ton. Uh, let me think about timing here. Um, so this episode is releasing. Ah, if you want later today, um, Annapurna Interactive has a showcase that we will likely talk about next week. That is technically also a part of this great umbrella known as Summer Game Fest. Um, so quick shout out for that. But yeah. Um, ton of info info to take in on like so many new games. I kind of hate that they showed so many games across all these events, you know, because a man's backlog can only get so big. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it can keep getting bigger, but you know, at some point you're gonna have the realization that I'm gonna die before I play all these games, and that's not fun. Um, but yeah, it, it ended up like you said being a really good weekend, even if it had a semi lackluster start. Um. Yeah, I think that does it then. Uh, yeah. I don't know if between Mike, you and I recording this and <laughs> the episode actually releasing, what else might come out in terms of other small shows and stuff like that. Again, the only one that we technically know about right now is June 29th, but uh, look forward to on the July 6th episode of the podcast, us hopefully recapping anything else that might have come up while i am in uh while i'm out of the country and while mike uh is sitting on his couch not working (laughs) um thank you all so much let us know what your favorite part of the weekend was um the weekend that was two or three weeks ago (laughs) uh what was your favorite part of summer game fest what's the game you're most looking forward to uh which which event you thought was done the best uh be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen share this with a friend who enjoys video games and we look forward to talking to you next week